0: Alright, alright, alright. Thanks for joining me here for another episode. We're going to be talking about a very uh, interesting time in my life that uh, some of you may be very interested to know about. I left off on the last one about whenever I bought the uh, All I Have to Give single by the Backstreet Boys. And how I stated that I would spend many hours just sitting there singing in my bedroom. I remember hooking up my microphone into this little pv um guitar amp i had and i would just sing along with the cd and oh man love that jam and about this time uh i decided that i would like to be a pop singer you know and maybe a r&b boy band somewhere on those lines and i remember um my uncle at the time lived up on main street in uh Whitehall, my hometown and so me and a buddy of mine at the time Derek. Uh, he, he dug the stuff too. And um, so we started listening to some like NSYNC and other Backstreet Boys songs. And we decided one uh, Friday evening or it was a Saturday evening that we were going to, you know, take the equipment out on the front porch and put on a uh, show for the uh, drivers, the people driving by. <laughs> and um, so a lot of people in my hometown, like I said, it's a small town, uh, less than 3,000 people. There's a infamous route i i don't know if they still drive it to this day but it uh was definitely a big thing whenever i got my license and prior to that Uh, it's called the cruise route and it was a specific route that you drove around town and that's what we did and so a lot of people were driving the cruise route at the time a lot of high school kids and stuff we got out there and uh put on a show For the people driving by. We got some people honking their horns. uh, Some people walking their kids, you know, on the sidewalks. They probably thought we was crazy. Probably wondering what in the hell was going on. (laughs) And I remember this. I still remember it. Like yesterday, this tan van kept driving by. And they would holler different things at us. And holler this, holler that. It wasn't anything bad. Like they were like, woo! Or whatever. Just like making audible noises. Not like hollering actual phrases. Like, you guys suck! Which, (laughs) I mean, we had some cojones at the time to be doing that. I, I I was nervous, but like I said, that van that was driving by. I remember at one point they were heading past us again for like the seventh or eighth time. This girl is like waist, like from her waist up, was hanging out of the passenger seat, and she was like hollering at us. We waved, and then. she flashed us, so hopefully <laughs> nobody that's listening to this uh, is uh, too young to know what that is. So, uh, But yeah, a <laughs> uh, opened my eyes a little bit there. Woo, and I just burnt my lip on this coffee. My goodness. Tell you what. Okay. <laughs> I-, I never noticed until I started doing this how much I say, I tell you what. I uh, say that a lot. <laughs> it could be my catchphrase. I might have to be a pro wrestler now. Now that I got my own catchphrase, I tell you what. That's right. <laughs> okay, so after that, uh, performing up on Main Street on the porch, there was another time. It was for the basketball team. We were raising money for the summer league, I believe, and this was right around that same time frame. And we would um, collecting money uh, for the summer league, and we all had different shifts to stand out up at the four way stop in my hometown and collect money if we could for people to give that was giving donations. To the basketball team, and during my shift, I had my. I remember I had my disc man. This is at the time. Some of you may not even know what a disc man, Walkman is. I had it's like a CD player you can put in your pocket and hook some headphones into. And none of this Bluetooth stuff. Just straight plug in and uh, rock and roll with it. But I remember I I was listening to the Backstreet Boys first CD at the time, and uh, my favorite song at that moment. I remember because I was I would sing it to the people that would roll down their windows and give us money. <laughs> and funny enough the song was called bad boy oh man I, I i can only imagine what them older ladies pulling up there to give us a couple dollars and thought whenever they saw me coming up singing if you wanted to be good girl get yourself a bad boy ah. oh my gosh <laughs> oh man oh goodness okay <laughs> Just I, like I, I remember like it was just, I never got any weird looks. I got a I, I got a rise out of a lot of people. A lot of people had smiles on their faces, so that was another instance that put it in my head that, you know, entertaining makes people happy. So that's that that's all I wanna do in this world is just make people happy. And and be happy while I'm doing it, you know. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh man. Okay, yeah. I <laughs> just <laughs> I keep picturing my like putting myself in these passerby's cars, you know, with me coming up and singing to them. Oh, man. <laughs> if you're listening to this or if you know somebody that had was a victim of that, tell them, uh, I'm sorry or uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, if I'm start laughing so hard, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Shoot, now I don't even know where I'm at the story. Okay, let me think. <laughs> oh, not even six minutes into this dang thing, I'm already... This is the most unprofessional podcast you probably ever heard in your life. <laughs> but that's all right. You're here and I'm here, and we're having a good time. I hope you're having a good time, because... <laughs> If you can tell, I am. I got the Anderson Cooper gibble, giggles, giggles, Oh my gosh! Now I'm, now I'm gonna gonna sit here and start messing up talking and then crack myself up even more. Uh, just on a side note, if you don't know what the Anderson Cooper giggles are, just like go on YouTube and type in Anderson Cooper laughing, and <laughs> it's still to this day one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Anderson Cooper's a uh, he has his own show on CNN. He was a broadcaster and uh, he uh, got himself cracking up on a show, and it was pretty great. So, I'm going to take a sip of this coffee here and calm myself down so I can go on with this story. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it was about this time, I was still doing uh, performances randomly at the nursing home. At uh, this time, not singing Elvis and Diamond Rio and Blackhawk songs, I was singing Backstreet Boys and Sync songs. So I decided in 8th grade to join the um, choir. I, I hated singing in front of people, especially like organized singing, like chorus, choir class. Oh my gosh. Still to this day is not my favorite thing to do. Just because you got to do it so perfectly, there's no freedom in it. It's just, just do it and do it, do it good, but I couldn't do it good <laughs> at all. But thankfully, there was uh, this guy, Ryan uh, Carlson, who uh, was in the same grade. Uh, he was... He, he, him... Uh, he was always, like, very, uh, did a lot of, like, the plays and um, choir stuff. Very outgoing dude, good dude, uh, super talented. He was, like, the guy in choir. I mean, even all the way through, like, high school and stuff, he was the guy. I mean, he led it all, for all the guys. And um, then I talked to a buddy of mine at the time we was both into, like, Nintendo 64 and stuff like that and was hanging out. Uh, playing wrestling games, WWF No Mercy. Heck yeah! And uh, his name was Aaron Plackett. Uh, his father was also a singer, and I believe his uncle as well. Um, Aaron, oh man, I tell you what, even to this day, I, he still posts stuff on Facebook. Uh, super great singer. I mean, he he was one of the first like peers, like people that I knew that sang that was my age. Him and Ryan, I really looked up to because of their talent and their confidence. Just so such good singers. And so with Aaron and Ryan both in choir, I just pretty much had to lip sing, And uh, we uh, Eric uh, Chapman joined in, and uh, Zach Herter as well. We were the guys in chorus. And uh, there's also this guy, uh, Nick Maston, on the side note, giving Nick a quick shout-out. He's uh, had a very successful career um, after moving out of the hometown area. He was from Hillview and uh, has a very successful uh, career. He uh, has been on a, with the Carnival Cruise Line, one of their, uh, probably, I think their top act for a couple years or more now. Had a little documentary made about him and stuff. Super talented dude and super, super happy for him. I mean, he deserves everything in the world. He's uh, super talented and it's just a great dude. But anyways, uh, the people in my uh, age group in eighth grade there was uh, me, Aaron, Ryan, Zach, and Eric. And um, so we, uh, I'm taking some deep breaths today because I can't, my allergies are crazy today. Woo. Okay. Anyways, you're not my doctor, so you really don't need to know that, right? <laughs> don't, probably don't give two craps about it. Anyways, let's see here. Oh, yeah. So uh, we decided that uh, I talked him into uh, maybe learning a couple boy band songs, and they were down for it. We had a couple practices. I think the song that we uh, first one we chose to do was BB Max, Back Here, Baby. Do so you guys remember that old jam? That baby set me free from this misery i can't take it no more yeah so still a good jam i believe it's in the key of c anyways so we learned that song and I, was, and I was like we should just start a boy band and so we uh were off to the races with it and a very uh pivotal figure in all this i want to uh, be sure to state this before i forget is uh kathy brockman she was a choir teacher she uh, believed in all of our talent and was has always been a big supporter of mine all the way through, you know, after high school and everything. Yeah, she uh, allowed us to use the choir time to practice our three songs for the spring concert and our fall concert. I think it was one of the two. She helped us get the sound equipment, uh, wireless mics, the whole nine, so we could be legit. And, uh, yeah, so Kathy, thank you so much for being a huge component early on in my career. Uh, she was Amazing person, very talented in herself. Um, just and, and just a great person, just great, great person. Very positive as well. Loved, always loved that about her. And uh, so we started uh, practicing these three songs. I believe we did uh, "Back Here." I know we did two songs: "Back Here" by uh, BB Mac and "Bye Bye Bye" by In by Sync. At this thing, I still I got the video somewhere. I'll throw it up on Instagram or something be hilarious (laughs) i haven't watched it in some years now and um but to choreograph the dances we would uh use the choir time um uh, morning like whenever we had a study hall and lunch we were allowed to go to the choir room or the gym or wherever there was an open space to go practice and choreograph our songs we uh stole some of the dance moves obviously like some of the more notable uh dance moves like from bye 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 everybody knows that with the hand so yeah, we uh, did that and I ended up singing at the concert, the course concert. We did our little segment of the three, two, two songs and it was a blast. I remember the energy rush and the nerves going into that. Oh my goodness. I remember on back here we had a where we did back here by BB B. Mac. They allowed, they got Kathy Brockman got us some uh stools to set on. So we looked like the, you know, the boy bands did at the time, where they were on MTV up there singing their love songs on the stools. And man, we thought we were it. So, anyways, we uh, did that, and it went over really well. Everybody was buzzing about it. You know, when when are you guys gonna do something again? When you guys are you guys gonna do something again? So we decided, hey, we need to get a, a name. We decided we would try to come up with a name that uh, represented all of our names. So the first incarnation of the of the group name was Sears with a Z. (laughs) That stood for Scott, Eric, Aaron, Ryan, and Zach. We were Sears. Come and get all your appliances and we will deliver and install. (laughs) But after uh, a couple bus rides, uh, basketball games and stuff like that, uh, we all decided that we uh, would not use the name Sears. And I remember scratching on my notebook on the way back from one of the basketball games I wrote out all of our names in vertical order. I picked out, I tried to pick out letters to spell words from each of our names and came up with the name Tone C with a little asterisk at the end because hell, why not? (laughs) And uh, so we were off to the races with that. Mrs. Brockman uh, decided that uh, she would go to bat for us with the school to see if we could Carve out a little bit of time to put on a show for the whole school. That was 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Mrs. Carlson, Ryan's mom, happened to be the principal. And a dang good one of that. And Cindy, Cindy Carlson, uh, oh man, she was a phenomenal person. She is a phenomenal person. I mean, she's doing amazing things now cindy rice is a lot of you guys know her now she's um doing all the plays at the local high school there at north green high school and just a phenomenal person and just so supportive i mean to have all them kids she always spoke to you like she i mean just as a person you know and i I learned a lot from her as well just how to treat people and just to treat them good and be fair and be honest and be transparent yeah so I uh, always tell her how grateful I am of her every time I see her, if I can. So they, uh, Kathy talked to her and got it all set up, and uh, we had the first two hours of school to uh, set up our own show and perform it for the whole school. Picked out all these songs by Backstreet Boys and NSYNC to do. We had the karaoke version, so we could sing our own vocals on them, and it was awesome. Uh, like I said, we used like our lunchtime, uh, morning time, recess, uh, choir time, any time we could, to uh perfect our uh, dance moves and songs and just to get it all down and i remember it was the day before the show and um we were so i was so excited i know all the guys were but i was so excited this was my first like chance to do something soup this is the biggest thing i'd ever done at the time all of us i woke up that morning and i was just like i couldn't talk I think it was the only time I ever had laryngitis and I had like the sinus infection. I was just like, oh my gosh, talk about freaking out. And I remember being like almost in tears calling the other guys and letting them know, hey, I can't be there today. I'm super sick and I'm super sorry. I I was, it was the biggest letdown of my life. So they figured the guys pulled rally together And the big thing was we all uh, wore Hawaiian shirts. That was kind of our thing, so we'd all kind of be matching, you know, but wearing different Hawaiian shirts. And uh, give credit to Mr. Ryan Carlson for that. (laughs) He was the king of the Hawaiian shirts back in the day. Loved it. And um, I think I still got one of mine, the one I wore in the video. Put that in my Hall of Fame one of these days. Put it in my closet of fame. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But anyways, I was sick and couldn't do the big show, our only big one. And, uh, thankfully, uh, Zach Herder uh, stepped up and did my vocals for me. And I heard that the show went off really well. Um, everybody missed me, but it went off really well. They said, and I was, I was praying for those guys. I'm like, I know they can do it. And cause I had a lot of the lead parts and Zach hadn't really practiced them. But I guess that morning they got there early and and practiced and Zach came through big time. Zach and Eric, uh, Eric Chapman also, uh, did a, stole a couple or like, I think he sang A couple of the songs as well. So they kind of split them up between the two. Because that would have been a lot of lyrics to learn (laughs) super quick. I mean, I know they probably knew them a little bit. But to be put on the spot like that, I'm sure they weren't anticipating have to do that going in. And uh, Aaron and Ryan are always big supporters of that. Um, Always good leaders and stuff. of Handling things. And uh, having good direction. And uh, being quick about things. So they did the show. And I remember coming back and to school a couple of days later and uh, just hearing about the show and how cool it was. And people asked me why I wasn't there, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Mrs. Brockman said, I know you missed the show, um, but I really know how important it was to you. I talked to the principal, and we're going to give you guys another shot in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, <clears throat> I get to do it again. Or get to do it, you know, not again. I, I, I want to get sick again, I'll tell you that. And so I did everything I could to not get sick. I stayed in, I exercised a little bit, and just practiced. Didn't overuse my voice. We practiced still at school. We got to perfect even more of the songs and the dances. And woke up that morning, it was the day of the show. And, the, and my grandma, she was the one that recorded my grandma Beverly. Beverly Ferris. Beverly Sue! She came and uh, sat right in the middle of the crowd and recorded the whole thing with her uh, video camera. And that was so awesome for her to be able to capture that moment for me to still enjoy to this day and um, for all all the people that have it so we, i remember the first song we did was everybody backstreets back you know that song everybody but it was tone C's back all right <laughs> and so that's what we did you know i remember starting it out and with the the way the gym was set up there was you know two, two doors at each end and aaron um was out in the middle of the basketball court with all the school setting on one side of the building, it was crazy. And uh, him singing that the beginning, that, Everybody, rock your body. And then whenever the Tone sees back part, or Backstreet's back part hits, the other four of us, me, Zach, Eric, and Ryan, would shoot out of each side and come out and start the dance routine. Boom, we're off to the races. And it was a great great show and uh we had a great time i I tell you, I still remember the vibe like the, the just the feeling that that lit the spark in me to continue on and uh just pursue this for my life and uh it was amazing and people still ask me about it to this day or bring it up. I'll see a post on facebook every every once in a while randomly and um yeah, it was uh It was even talked about at our graduation in high school, (laughs) so it was pretty cool, but it ended shortly after that. We all kind of grew up and decided, oh, we're probably not going to do the boy band thing anymore, but it was a great, great moment and a great ride for all of us and all the people that uh, loved what we did and and were a part of it and gave us the um, support to do it. it was amazing. It was an amazing, amazing feeling to do that. yeah. So that that that's the story of Tone C, and uh, we're gonna pick up on the next episode uh, with um I believe what happened after that that was whenever me and my cousin really really got into writing songs. Then I started a rock band called The Big City. <laughs>